old shell babies wicked like Nimrod Caught me like a freshwater straw Or may I not be God Attitude is very rude, boo Crabby like seafood It turns me on like vines to your law rule They call me Starky Love Hunt Check the strategy by any means Surely Temple Cross was done by Billy Jeans Black Mrs. America Your name is Erica, right? True Lazy Apple, Small feet, Six Shoe Carmel Complex and breath smelling like cinnamon Excuse me, hun, the dawn me no harm Turn around again Goddamn, backyard's banging like a Benzie If I were Jiggy, you'd be spotted like Spot McKenzie I'm high-powered, put a Dina Howard to sleep, you're parting That's been on my mind all week But I'll bet to you, Maybelline Queen, let's make a team You can have anything in this world except cream So what you wanna do, what you wanna do Let's go ahead and walk these dogs and represent you Rock these rap kids get all up in your guts Prince Vanilla Butter Pecan Chocolate Deluxe Even Caramel Sundays is getting touched And scooped in my ice cream truck to tears it Challenge finest What up, boo? Peace, your highness, yo, I'm lounging And we want you to practice good hygiene By simply washing your hands So enjoy 20 seconds of blinding lights by the weekend As you practice safe habits I'm running out of time Cause I can see the sun light up the sky So I hit the road and overdrive Baby All done. Remember to stay connected to the real and stay really safe. You are tuned into WWE Pinkville AM 1100. The opinions expressed during the sponsored programs on this station are strictly those of the program hosts, guests, and callers and are not necessarily those of Beasley Broadcast Group, this station, its staff, other advertisers, or agencies. have just entered the building with your boys, King and Sane. Welcome to Shop Talking Random-ish, where conversation rules the nation, and no topic is off-limits. You know, this ain't nothing but healthy conversation. Now welcome your hosts, Rick King and Will Sane. Do your thing, boy. Greetings, Atlanta, America, Worldwide Internet. Thank you for tuning in to WWE 1100 AM, The Real. You're on Shop Talking Randomish with King and Sane and the lovely Starlight. I am Will Sane. It's your boy Rick King. I am in the building. I am behind the glass. I am on the boards. I shall be. I will be. I am. Glad to have you, boy. Boy, glad to be here, boy. What's good with you, my brother? Oh boy, you know I'm just living the dream, man. Of a, yeah, I'm living the dream right now. I'm kind of, I'm, I'm, ha- I'm, I'm not happy, but I'm kind of like cool. I'm kind of cool right now, bro. Okay, 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 okay. Well, so, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I'm finna do my part. You, you, do your part. I'm gonna do my part. Y'all know what this is. This ain't nothing but some good old fashioned barbershop style conversation. In this here barbershop, no conversation is taboo. We ain't got but one rule and one rule only. What rule is that, Mister Will? That rule is to say what you mean, mean what you say. Just don't be mean when you say it. To join the show, to be a part of the show, please call in at 404-603-8770. Or if you're in your mammy basement, please let her know. It's not one of them nah, 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 Please let your mama know that it's not one of them freaky deaky numbers. Every now and then it might get like that, but not tonight. Mm-mm. I got something coming up that it might get a little freaky diggy in the mute in a few minutes. 
but not tonight. <laughs> Please let mama know that we got you. We, we gonna pay you. for it. You we call us tonight. at 1-888-926-7562. You can also catch us on Facebook Live. Talking Random Issue is the page. You can also catch us on the Apple Store podcast. You can catch us on the Google Play podcast. You can catch us on the Spotify podcast. Hey, y'all. The shop is now open. Will Sane. Brother. My brother. Brother. My brother. Yes. Boy. How you feel? Man, um, this has been a up and down type of week for you, boy. Tell me why, bro. Please, I, come on, speak on it. I mean, I mean, I mean, well, I, I had mentioned last week that before the show that, um, a friend of our, uh, a friend of mine that, um, we went, to, I went to Georgia Southern with had passed last Friday. Well, um, she was funeralized today. Um, so, you know, like I said, that's been up and down, um, dealing with that and talking to different friends and, you know, just, just, just talking to different people about her, you know, that's yeah. kind of up and down. And then, you know, just the weather's been beautiful. Do you need to, do you need to talk on, do you need to talk about, you know, your friend a little bit more? You, you, you need a, no, different things that you want to put out or are you good? Well, come on, I mean, talk. just the whole thing with that is just tell people, conversate with people, get in touch with people because, I haven't seen her in years on top of years. Um, I need to take this phone call because this might be who, who we need. So I'm going to take this call. So you talk for a minute. Good afternoon. Good evening, people. Glad y'all could tune into the show. So uh, I have to say that, first of all, I want to give a big shout out to Americans everywhere. Uh, what has transpired this past week I am very proud of. I am very proud to see that people have used social media in a way in which I feel social media should uh, appropriately be used. We also, many times, people like to use social media to throw out the pity parties about themselves, like, oh, I just, I'm in the hospital, I got a hangnail, or people want to use social media to, to, to bash their boyfriend, girlfriend, lover. People want to use social media to bully others. Well, I'm glad to say that I'm proud to say, I'm going to take away glad. I'm proud to say I'm happy about the way the American people have come together and stepped up in a united cause and a united front of all colors, races, ethnicities, age groups, and y'all showed what America truly could be, should be, and is about. Thank y'all for making noise heard in this tragic incident. Well, I, not incident, but this tragic hunt down, seat down, run down murder of a Mars Aubrey. Thank you, America, for stepping up, using social media properly. And getting that done, I'm happy to see how everyone came together. Talk, Rick. Well, first of all, um, 
Officer Mobley has stepped into the barbershop, so let's welcome Officer Mobley in the barbershop. What's good, my brother? Hey, everyone. How are y'all? Glad to have you, brother. Um, Second of good. all, I, I'm, I'm glad that, yes, just some of justice, part of justice is in the process of hopefully being done. Correct. Um, not over yet. No, it's definitely not over yet. Um, we got a long ways to go with it, but I am glad that that those two gentlemen who took the lives of the young brother has been at least arrested. And they're not, they have been denied bond. They have been denied bond. I'm glad to see that as well. That's a big step. Yes. Especially down there. Especially, especially in this in Georgia. Especially but, down there. Officer Mobile, how you doing, my brother? I'm good. I am good. I've just been um, observing and paying attention to, to all of this. And, and, of course, everybody has their own opinions. On, as law enforcement officers, you know, as a law enforcement officer, I have my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I'm, I'm just going to be honest with you. They probably should have got arrested on the scene due to the situation once the video came out. Mm. So, you know, um, but one thing I want every, all the listeners to understand and, and really hear me out, because we duck and dodge um, jury duty. Yeah. But, but you got to understand, they say jury of your peers, if we uh, as people duck and dodge the jury duty, who you think going to be judging these guys when they go to court? Yeah. Yeah. So... We have to really go beyond what we're looking at because it's deeper than that. If we don't start stepping up and become um, active role models and, and participants in the, the system itself, we're never going to be able to bring some of these people to justice if we're not on the jury. Yeah, they can get arrested, but if we're not on the jury, what's going to happen? Now, now from, what you, from what you're saying and from what I, I've read was that the officers on the scene, when the incident occurred, the officers on the scene wanted to make an arrest. I right. read that the district attorney said, stand down, do not make an arrest. Everyone knows that the elder, McMichael, he actually worked for that district attorney in her office. I'm going to ask you, does this seem tainted by I, the only word I can say is does this seem tainted by association? Of course it is. I mean, you know, ask yourself this. If that would have been you, would you have had the opportunity to not be arrested? And and this is the only I, well, I, and, and let me say, I say that I say that because we've had Commissioners, county commissioners that have had warrants on them that um that have not been arrested. Mm-hmm. Same situation, and and you know if we're gonna be fair about arresting people, if we're gonna follow the color of law, we need to be honest and do our job, and not be held. Let one person be held to a higher standard than the other. And that's exactly what it's. That's exactly what my eyes. I'm not going to speak for anybody else, but that's exactly what my eyes and my heart 
feel when I read and I see the actions that was taking place by not just one district attorney, but then when it got passed to another one, he also said, he said, hey, I've seen the video. What I see is a citizen's arrest and a fight occurs in which the quote-unquote arresting civilian legally defended himself by shooting the uh, shooting the young man Aubrey and said that it was self-defense. You being an officer of the law, not saying that you are a lawyer, not saying you're a judge. And I don't want you to take this as a you civilian. But you as an officer of law, what you see on that case, and take the race out of it, and take the race and emotion out of it, and I know it's hard, but do you see self-defense on the part of the younger McMichael? Well, you know, you can look at, I kind of see a little bit of self-defense. I do see some self-defense to a certain extent because the younger guy was getting the best of him, but you have to understand, when we get calls like that, we tell people, do not attempt to stop that person. You can follow them at a safe distance. Distance. Stay on the phone with the 911 operator. Um, give everybody your information so the police can catch up to you. Do not attempt to stop them. Do not attempt to make an arrest. That's what should have been told to this person. Officer Carl. Yes. The phrase citizen's arrest has been used throughout this from from throughout this since we first heard about this what in the hell is exactly <laughs> a citizen's arrest man let me just be honest with you we don't even can I, can use I, that. so we can be we don't here. even use that such phrase <laughs> in DeKalb County because there again if we get a call like that in DeKalb we tell people do not attempt to stop them. Even if it's an off-duty officer, we'll tell them, back off, stay on the radio, stay on the phone. Do not attempt to stop them. Wait till we get a uniform officer present. We don't even go by a citizen's arrest because you have to understand that young kid probably didn't know who that guy was. So you can't actively say citizen's arrest when you're not in uniform and you can't identify yourself. Yeah, yeah. Let me, and let me ask you a question about that. So let, let's carry on with the citizen's arrest. And I, and I know, once again, you're not an attorney. But if I see young Mr. Aubrey, excuse me, young Mr. Aubrey running down the road, and I see two men in a truck chasing him with shotguns and pistols, with a shotgun and pistol. And I see another car, which we're finding out now, who was another accomplice, following him along also with a handgun. My question is, if I shoot those two because I think that they're going to harm this kid, am I now liable to say or able to say, hey, I made a citizen's arrest? Well, in your case, you would have been saying you're trying to defend a person who you feel like is being attacked. And you definitely, definitely would not have been in the wrong for saying that. And, and that's why okay. we, as officers in DeKalb County, encourage people. We don't care who you are. You can be off-duty officer. We will tell you. 
Do not engage. Stay back. Let a uniform officer get there. That's why it's important to not try to act upon yourself as a citizen off-duty to try to arrest somebody because you're not in uniform. People don't know who you are. He had That kid had every right. Mr. Albert had every right to defend himself because in his mind, he didn't know who these people were. He was being attacked. And there is a and there is a proven psychological, biological makeup of every human that when threatened, you're gonna do either fight or flight. Flight. Well and, fight and, and here's here's the thing that Mr. Aubrey attorney could actually bring up. Mr. Aubrey could have been standing his ground. Think about exactly. it. Exactly. And that's the fight that I look at. Because when you look at the video, as he veers to the right, because he sees the young McMichael standing on the left side of the pickup truck, on the driver's side of the pickup truck, he avoids him, tries to avoid He doesn't run head on to him. He tries to avoid him by going to the right of the truck. Now, you can't see exactly what happens next because he goes to the front of the truck and then the younger McMichael is now at the front of the truck also, which tells me the younger McMichael went toward where Aubrey was going. So if Aubrey's going to the right of the truck and Mr. McMichael's on the left and then Mr. McMichael starts going towards the right of the truck and they meet up, I don't see how you can tell me that the younger McMichael is standing his ground. Well, you and know, making it, a citizen's arrest. It's ridiculous it, how the district attorney tried to spin this. Well, according to um, because you know I looked up this whole citizen's arrest thing, and and and, and the, the the words they caught me in is in the United States, a private person may arrest another without a warrant for a crime occurring in their presence. Right. So at this Correct. point in time, no crime had occurred. Correct. And, and from my understanding, they were supposed to be um, chasing this kid because of, of some break-ins that had, had happened before in their neighborhood. So according to this definition, they should not have been able to use citizens' arrest. Exactly. And that's why I say Mr. Aubrey could have actually, uh, Mr., uh, the family attorney, if, if they're a good attorney, could actually have been arguing that Mr. Aubrey was standing his ground as well because he had not committed a crime. And as you know, it is it's not against the law to contest an unlawful arrest. You know, it's a, it is a such thing as contesting an unlawful arrest. If you hadn't committed a crime, technically, you can contest an unlawful arrest. So, and it's really important for people to not try to get carried away with this um, citizen's arrest and stand your ground. They need to let law enforcement officers do their job. Isn't that the same thing as, but by them trying to box him in, from, because from what I read, he originally was running down this way of the road. They cornered him. He turned around and ran back in the, way, in the, in the direction which, from which he came. The vehicle, the truck, sped ahead of him to cut him off. And then, isn't that sort of, what is the term I'm looking for? Is it 
false imprisonment. Hey, man, that's, they, they broke a lot of laws on that one. If that's, if that's the actual at. case, I mean, that, that could go ahead. I'm sorry. That could be, you know, that could be harassment, stalking. Um, you know, that that falls under a lot of different um, categories. I am, I am, and, 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 and I am proud, and I, I say it over and over again. I am proud to see Americans of all races, all political views, all religions, all ethnicities, all age groups, all genders, who are announcing their outrage in this case. And it's so sad that, one, that this had to happen, but something also after, and I hope these guys, I pray these guys get justice, and I mean justice is actually life in prison. I also hope that something happens to those two district attorneys. And see, that's, and that's, and that's my, that was going to be my next question. Can any charges, as far as you know, Carl, can any charges be brought up on the two district attorneys? Technically, no, because they never did anything. They just recused themselves from a, from a situation they knew was going to get ugly. Yeah, yeah, they didn't. Yeah, they they just they covered it up. They tried right. to cover it up. But well, is there, well you is, know, is, technically is, they didn't cover it up. They recused themselves from being involved because they knew it was going to get ugly. But what well, they but should not have done was stop them from arresting that guy. He should have been arrested on the scene. And that's what we're saying, because the first one, Jackie Johnson, she she actually is the one who they wanted, who, who the, office, the police officers on the scene said, hey, we want to make the arrest. She said, stand down. So she tied their hands with the arrest. Right. She then did recuse herself because she said, hey, this guy worked for me. I'm recusing myself. But she said she didn't. She told the guy to stand down. The second guy. Barnhill, he actually said, no, these guys were making a citizen's arrest and they were well in their rights and they should not be arrested. That's what he said. He did not recuse himself of that case until the mother of, of Mr. Aubrey did her own Facebook research and found out that Barnhill and Jackson are not friends, not 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 necessarily friends, not necessarily related, but associated because Barnhill's son works for Johnson, Jackie Johnson. So Barnhill's son could also have a tie-in and connection with the elder McMichael who worked for Johnson. After she discovered that, and she said, hey, contacted Mr. Barnhill's office and said, hey, you need to be. You should not be on this case. He had already made his statement. He had already made his claim that hey, these guys are innocent. Nothing should be done. And he, if it had not been for her doing her research, I think that this case would have been closed. Well, you know, there again, we got to get out and vote, and people like that. The DA, I'm quite Thank sure, you. is going to be up for um, election, and she need to be voted out. Thank you. And that's what people, I really want people to take, if they don't take anything else away from this conversation we're having tonight, vote in your local elections. 
you, everybody Important. worried about what's going to happen in the White House. Vote what's going to happen around your house. Because your local, your local authorities, your local municipalities are the ones that's govern you firsthand. And they're going to be the ones that are actually you're dealing with that's going to be have, that's either going to have a, a, a readily impact on your life or not. You know, not, not saying the president doesn't, but your local municipalities have a direct impact on our lives daily because they're making decisions for our communities. And it's time for us to start understanding that and putting people in place that's going to represent us. That's it, man. Hey, 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 I actually agree with what Puffy said. We need to hold our votes hostage if they're not going to... I agree. ...give us and not pay attention to us. That's one hundred percent true, man. Yeah, one hundred percent true. Hey, before well, before know, before we let fact, you get up out of here, Carl, I'm finna, I'm finna I need to lighten the mood a little bit. Y'all know Mother's Day is Sunday. That's um, right. Do y'all get your baby mama something for Mother's Day? All my kids are grown, but <laughs> my significant other, she's taking care. Okay. Okay. Will, uh, don't, don't, don't leave me alone. Hey, man, leave me alone, man. <laughs> don't, don't go there. <laughs> leave me alone. I was solid for a reason. <laughs> well, let me rephrase that. She will be taken care of. How about that? This, this coronavirus have a lot of things on standby, man. I tell you. Exactly. Hey, blame it on Corona if y'all don't get nothing, mama. <laughs> hey, we got to put it on somebody. <laughs> Hey man, exactly. hey Carl, we sure appreciate you, man, and um, we gonna get you back in here because actually you are part of the local municipalities that's coming up for election, so that's we gotta right. get we gotta get you back in here so we can talk about that. But um, it's about that time we gonna take a little break and um, uh, thank you, Carl, thank you, Carl, thank you, Carl, and um, hey, appreciate it, Carl, appreciate it, man. Hey, no problem, no problem. Once again, thank you, everyone. Happy Mother's Day. Everybody be safe. My name is Carl Mobley. I will be running for the Cab County Sheriff. Um, it's time for a change, and we got to start putting people in office that's going to represent us. Hey, hey uh, how do they, how do they find you? How do they find you so they can uh, donate to you and all that? They can look me up, Carl Mobley 4, the number 4, sheriff at gmail.com. That's my email, or Carl Mobley 4, sheriff. Everything will pop up. All right, all right. Well, we're going to take a break, y'all. We will be right back if y'all want to join us in the barbershop. Please holler at us at 404-603-8770. You can also catch us on Facebook Live. When we come back, we're going to have a young man. He's going to come. He, well, he calling in to holler at your boy. We're going to talk to old, old pretty okay. guy. He's a pretty guy. Oh. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> a, a, um, a, a music guy. Um, educated man. Uh, educated educated man. Educated um, man. <laughs> and so we're going to talk to him when we come back. Um, his name is Nikki Bond. So please come back and, and enjoy the conversation. We will be right black. All right. Thank y'all. Or just six. The staff here at Real 1100 AM would like to encourage you to social distance yourselves. While you may feel disconnected, you can always connect with us at real1100.com. So remain at a safe distance. Call, text, or email a friend and tell them to join you at real1100.com. You 
much to make me slam your back clean out. But I love it to death, do what's par. Those are the ones my pop the hard way back in 19 years before the past 16 years. I took on the responsibility of dad, took my own bird. Cooking a real buzz in my ear, making sure it marinate and I go out the other ear. Guess who stood beside me when y'all wouldn't force bet me when I couldn't live a spoon to my school. Got us good, got us kind, mimicking her. Taught me how to say my improvise with bacon soda when it was no toothpaste. Now with that went with my old bird, cried tears of joy when she heard I wasn't gonna serve time for possession of the salt off, running out of spurs. When I came home, blowed and couldn't find the keyhole. Guess who unlocked the door? My old bird, putting my hands out. I bet you eat before you brought me to death. Said, oh, oh, I'm grateful. These are the tasks trying to help your ass. I wasn't ready to eat yet, but I enjoyed the dinner. She said, I'm glad. Sit down, my esophagus will ease. Even though she had this skin disease, that won't allow me to gain weight. Do my own eyes deceive me. Guess who took me in before I started driving this bin? Again and again, told me not to. And when I did, guess who beat the dog shit out of me, kid? My mama don't play a shit. I had to pick the switchy. <laughs> you guess who? I'm through with that shit. My mama, destination unknown. When I on her own, she was barely even grown and became my mom. I never knew my dad. So even when the times got bad, I was glad cause I had my mama. For so long she had to be strong. I know at certain times she was wrong, but she's still my mama. It still amazed me. The Lord had to help her raise me, judging from the way I used to be. My mama, the biggest player that I know. I love her so hell. Everything I got, I owe to my mama. Thank you for caring, thank you for sharing your love. I guess that was your way of preparing your son to be the one and not the two to make you and my daddy's dream come true. But what is a pop? A carpet that you're paralyzed. That she was pulled over your eyes when the doctors advised the family that you might not ever talk again. But you talking, so I know that you gon' walk again. But take your time. Guess who's the inspiration for the rhyme? My mom. Who was the first to hold you in some arms? The first to change your diaper when your stomach wasn't calm? Your mama, with that drama, brought you into this world from a world up down under. I wonder how she knew when I was lying, when I was telling the truth with the proof. She would explain how I've been skipping school with the boys, putting whips on my back. With the same belt around my waist that held my pants up. Talking back, only got you close to the southern bell. Got your forehead swell, I swear. She knew when it was real or when it was fake, like clapping. With dreads. And if I couldn't handle a situation, then I fled behind closed doors. I froze and got that hose. I rose. Who the hell got my bum? Standing in front of the two-inch glass, a woman ready to hand the cash over for a son. My mama. Sometimes we get it on. I know at times I'm wrong. Looking into my eyes just to let me know she tried is enough for me. I'm calling the truth. Seems like we more like brother and sister, even though she paid the bills with the mister. Brought me home in 72 and gave me all she had because I was left at birth. She knew it could work till she gave me the first chance. My song can dance, pearl, my world. What would I do without her spark? Probably be on the street with nothing to eat. But I got a happy home ever since my first day. It's ever sent now. Know what it's meant when I say that I appreciate what you've done and what you do. Your only son, yes, the only one that cares for me. Song to you. 
Black, welcome black, welcome black to Barbershop Talking Random Ish with your boys, King is Sane. I am Rick Kane. What's good, people? I am Will Sane. Y'all, Tell um, Starlight is not in the building. No. no, she is not. No, she is not. No, she is not. Boy, hey, that's one of my favorite songs, too, mama. That right there. Yeah. That good and all, guess who, boy? That one's so hard. And my favorite line was CeeLo say, My mama, the biggest player that I know. <laughs> <laughs> that would that something to me, boy. Hey, hey man, Philo used to be the joint, man. Hey, Philo yeah. is one of the most underrated artists to me. Like, people do not give him enough credit and enough due for the words he say, the, the way he delivers it, his, his, his whole character, persona, and everything. People do not give him enough credit, man. I agree. Dude is great. I I, oh, I absolutely agree. Let me tell you what 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 I, what makes me mad is like a lot of these new school cats actually don't know that he was in Goody Mob. So if you hear a lot of folks, they start they start talking about him being with um oh, Danger Mouse when they did their thing yeah, and uh, his, his so Barkley, Barkley and, and you know his solo singing career, and they forget yeah. all about where he came from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey man, somebody just walked in my barber shop. What I'm you good. need, what you want. Who is in my barbershop? Uh, my guy, what's up, man? What's Nikki good with what you? Good, Nicky Barnes, what's good with you, my brother? How are you? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Nothing much. Just cooling, man. Hey, just hey. Nicky. Now, you heard us just having this conversation. When we say CeeLo Green to you, what does that mean to you? I mean... I, I think as somebody that was just had an original style and been afraid to be different, man. Like I just, I feel like he was able to create a whole new wave. Like he kind of combined new sounds that not a lot of people were doing. He had that whole soul vibe together, and you know that wasn't really big at that time. And I, I mean, I, I think I mean the guy, like you said, is underrated, man. I think it, he doesn't get enough credit for okay. what he did, for sure. Okay, with that being said, Nikki, who the hell are you? And why you in my barbershop? Why am I in the barbershop? Yes, yeah, sir. Why are you in my barbershop this evening? Well, I'm actually up-and-coming pop artist. Mm-hmm. Fresh out fresh out of, uh, of Atlanta right now. Actually, what I'm originally from New York, but moved down here a couple of years ago. Got linked up, and then uh, we had a good year, man. We had a good year. Got verified on IG. Uh huh. Gained, gained a pretty good following. Uh, close to three hundred thousand followers. Hold up, I heard, don't you have like over a million streams between Instagram and TikTok? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So, so, so sound like you got, sound like got, you got a hell of a I got good following. A million streams, I got over a million streams in the past my month, just uh, alone on just just my music. Okay, okay, okay. Sound now like you, you, now you think you're from New York, but, but you were allowed to get there, though. You know. Say that again. It took it took hard work to get there, though, bro. Like. 
that's the thing. Like a lot of these young kids that, like, they just think they can go to Amazon or they can go to the Guitar Center and they can buy a mic. And you know, a lot of these kids, they think that because they're nice and they can spit that, oh, they're good, they're good. That's all they need. It's like, nah, man. There's way more that goes on to this than just the talent. It's not. It's ten percent talent and ninety percent business. Okay. And I had to learn. Uh, you know, I had to learn that myself. So how long have you been in the game? How long? Only a year. So you've yeah, been only a only a year. You've only been and in the music game for a year. Yep. Okay. I you got your, fo- you got fast, your following man. up like the, you got your following up like that in one year. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That's how I work. I got. I just dropped. I dropped the song. My. Uh, Song called Satellites on actually Valentine's Day. Well, well, do me a favor. And do me. Well, do me a favor then. Do me a favor then. Since since since, Brad, since, uh, since you talking about that song, introduce that song and let, let and we gonna let the people hear. Oh yeah, for sure. Actually, right now you guys about to tune in. This is Nicki Bond. This is my hit single right now, Satellites, on its way to a million streams. We are not far, man. We're right there. We've only been out for a couple weeks. We're about to hit a million though. Let me take you to a place that you've never been. It ain't coastal. Got the G4 gas with the letter in. Before you sip, I'ma toast you. Once I get that one phone call, I'ma get you. I just want to go real far when I'm with you. Even when they look so hard, they can get you. I'm loving how you smile real hard in your picture. See you flying with me. And in this world is where you'll be. Cruising by different galaxies. Gonna stay high when you roll with me. Once you fly with me, I love this world is where I'll be. Gonna fulfill your fantasies. This is how your life is supposed to be. Yeah. Satellites and shooting stars don't get me as high as you do. Satellites and shooting stars don't get me as high as you do. Satellites and shooting stars don't get me as high as you do. As high as you do. Don't get me as high as you do. What your day looking like? Cause I know you're gonna be gone a couple nights. I know you're not a fan of the heights. But everything gonna be alright. Fly by shooting stars and satellites. Satellites. So take a hit and make a wish. Cause I've never been high like this. Never been high like this. So take a hit and make a wish. Cause I've never been high like this. Never been high like this. Always in the go, cause my sky miles live. Oh, nobody you know what I'd rather do this with. Ooh, ooh. Nobody you know what I'd rather do this with. Ooh. Satellites and shooting stars don't get me as high as you do. Satellites and shooting stars don't get me as high as you do. Satellites and shooting stars don't get me as high as you do. As high as you do, don't get me as high as you do. Once you fly with me, out of this world is where I'll be. Gonna fulfill your fantasies. This is how your life is supposed to be. Yeah. Oh. Cruising by different galaxies. Cruising by. Oh. Gonna stay.
That's the new single from Nikki Bonds, Satellite. Nikki Bonds, what's good, boy? My man, what's good? Hey, man, when, I, when, when I'm listening to that and um, I went back and listened to a couple of your other songs that you got out, um, Love and a couple of your other joints, um, I just want to ride, drop a top, have some drinks, and look at some thick thighs on the side of me. <laughs> What'd you say? You said love? You said love. I say I, I say I say I listen to love and a, a couple of your other joints. And when I'm listening to your music, all I want to do is sit back and ride, drop the top, have a good drink, and look at some thick thighs on the side. Right, <laughs> that's the vibe that gets all. He's that Miami type. He just want to be cruising with the Porsche on the beach, <laughs> looking at looking at the fine ladies, and just like you said, it's got that Caribbean that Caribbean feel to it. Yes, yes. Yes, man. It's got, it's kind of sad because it's like, do you think we're gonna have that type of uh, summer season for your music to really drop like it should? Because you got that summer vibe from the songs that 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 I've heard that we've heard. You got that summer vibe, but you think that that summer vibe is gonna be there with this whole Corona thing going on? How you feel about that, bro? That's a that's a great point you bring up right there, man. It's like, you know, I think. I think unfortunately everything's gonna get pushed back, you know, and that's and that's for everybody. So it's not like, you know, where it's just gonna only affect me. You know what I'm saying? Like then then obviously it wouldn't be fair. But, you know, every artist is obviously, you know, in the same situation. Most most of the shows are canceled this summer, which obviously is not ideal. We don't want that to happen. But hopefully we can start to get things to open back up. You know, towards the end of the summer, around August, September, because um, I know Imagine, I think they're still going to hold Imagine Festival, which would be great at the end of September because I'm trying to perform at Imagine. So, where is that? But um, you got to you remember, though, we're in a digital era. Yes. All they need is a cell phone and Spotify, and they're good to go. Yep. You know yep. what I mean? So, it, as long as they have their phone and it's sunny and nice out, you know what I'm saying? They can still enjoy those vibes. And, of course, you know, we won't be, you know, as close as we want to people and until they say we're allowed to be. But I think um, I think people will still be able to enjoy it, you know, as the weather gets nicer. Okay. Um, you are connected to my boy, Robert. How did yes, y'all, sir. How did y'all hook up? We actually hooked up... Um, through, a, through another artist, someone that I know on Instagram, but it's kind of crazy how it happened. It was just really random. And then me and Rob just kind of hit it off. And uh, I actually, I needed to get a, I needed to get a fade real quick. So <laughs> basically he came over and laced me up. And then, uh, you know, we just started talking and, uh, and, and chopping it up. And, you know, I was like, we started talking about music. So the IG and was like, yo, I started showing him some some of the unreleased stuff that I got that's in the vault that's ready, and he was like, he's like, bro, like you could you could really like really tear the game up 
So only the fact that you're only in this less than a year and you're already putting up these numbers, you know, he's like, I, I believe in it. He believes in the in the movement. So, you know, it's it's good to have someone like Rob in my corner for sure. So, what made you start doing this? What 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 was your muse to start doing music? Man, see, I'm just I was just a, a music junkie growing up, bro. I just love music. Like that was my escape. Like. Like, that was even, like, from eight years old, like, that was my escape. Like, that was my first, music was, like, my first drug, bro. Like, when, when I needed to clear my mind, when I didn't want to hear my parents fighting, or I didn't want to hear this person, you know, you know, uh, BSing at this person and complaining to this, I just would just, music was my outlet, bro. And, I mean, I grew up in the era where it was, the late 90s was, was when I was young, and that, I was, like I like my first big album was DMX and Biggie oh, and oh, like that and Nas like I'm I'm in my late 20s so like when I was in elementary school like that's what was big it was it was the heart of it was like the golden era of hip hop yes uh Woo. so I was kind of like raised on you know and then when I when I was in high school was the two, early 2000s and that's when you had 50 and you know, you had Lloyd Banks, G Unit, Young Buck, and then you had, you know, you had Styles P and Jada Kiss and Fabulous, and you know what I'm saying like, you know, uh, Joel Santana, Cameron, Jim Jones, the whole so dip set. I was straight the whole yeah, the whole Dipset crew. You know, so I was like, I was raised on like, you know, real kind of like gang hard music and and a lot of lyrical music too. I was all about, you know, bars. And, you know, and basically, I was just, just like I said, like certain artists helped me escape in terms of their, how I identified with them. Like, for example, a guy like Joe Budden or, <laughs> a, or, yes. a, cro or a Crooked Eye. Like, I'm like, I'm going to be real. Like, I, I used to be a little crazy when I was young. So, and Joe used to be crazy too when he was young. So sometimes when I was struggling back in the day and I used to listen to him, I'm like, yo, this dude is like, this dude is literally speaking what I live. Like, he's speaking what I live. Hey, Nikki, so, it's, oh, Nikki, Nikki, hey, Nikki, it's funny that you say that. When I'm, when I am feeling like I might be in a depressed type mood, I go to Joe Budden. Always. I go to Joe yo. Budden and I get it, you know, and I let him, his, I let his mood music help yo. me come through my whatever I'm going through at that moment. That first album by Joe Budden is one of the most slept on albums. When you Bro. that that the song I'm gonna take ten minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let me smoke this cig. Yeah. Seven minutes it's gonna take me ten minutes. Seven Bro. minutes of death where it was him, stack bundles and yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, bro. He went him stack and I think it was A Z freaking de just destroyed that six minutes of death freestyle and like that's that's when i was like yo he's he was that and that was like 2005 2006 oh yeah and that's that's when i was like I'm like oh oh button's nice because at first everybody was like oh he's the pump it up guy i'm like nah yeah, nah yeah. like like trust me bro like 
Like, if you're from the Northeast, he's not the pump-it-up guy. He's the guy that will make your head spin if you listen to what he actually says in his music. Yeah, if, you, it, listen, what, if you listen to words, bro, you listen to actually words and not just hooks. And that's what this generation is now. It's a, it's, they're, they're a lot of about hooks and not the actual words that the artist is saying. And if you listen to the words Budden used to say, Bro. I'm, I'm, man, I'm telling you, <laughs> I used to double take on some of the metaphors that that man used to say, and even yeah. Joel Lloyd, all the slaughter. Oh man, slaughter! Yeah. Crooked Eye. I mean, Royce the Five Nine. Yes. All of them, man. I would be like, what did they just say? Like, like, like the talent was unbelievable. To and me, it's just like, to me, right now, Royce is probably the best doing it in the game right now. Royce five nine from what he's doing right now is yeah, Royce, killing them. Mm-hmm. Killing Absolutely. them. Well, I think Joe. I think Joe's done, right? He say he is, but I think some. <laughs> I keep. I keep. Uh, so, Try to get that out, you, man. So, like Mike Tyson trying to come he, back he, to the ring now. He oh he came back. He just well, Mike. Mike, Mike Tyson ring, is talking so about Joe coming back. Way. you can't get it out your system, man. Can't get it out the system that easy. I think I because I I was on SoundCloud yesterday and I saw like you know how SoundCloud j- just like Spotify they do your daily mix for you depending on your listening history and a new button song pop up I was like wait a second I'm like what I'm like I'm like Joe hasn't stepped in the booth in like three years what like is this is this real Oh and then, I, I uh, think something gonna yeah. pull him out some some somebody's gonna and Royce said he gonna Royce said he gonna bring him back. And I think it's it's gonna be something that's gonna pull it out of him because I still don't I still think he at home right. He ain't letting us know, but I still think he at home right because that pen of his, man, my God, yes sir, yes Bro, sir. That man himself got me through some dark times, bro. Like just being able to identify with him, it just. That's what a lot of people don't understand, man. Like, especially for a young cat. When I was 17, 18, 19, listening to Budden, and I was in the streets doing stupid, stupid. You know what I'm saying? It was like. We, it was we like, are oh, FCC regulated. It was like he did this too, but he was able to, you know what I'm saying, get out of it. And just the way he talks about relationships and women and it's just that 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 dude blows my mind sometimes bro but um you know guys like him i mean styles p is another guy oh, that yes. i think is so oh, yeah. underrated oh yes yeah oh, yeah yep. styles p probably two, 2018 was he put out so much he flooded he flooded the game with so much music and so much Five great hip hop great yeah. hip hop oh yeah oh yeah he, i mean that's Styles is one of my all-time favorites, and I probably say, in terms of like a, a guy that's gotten big in the last five years, um, it's probably Dave East. Yes. Now, when Dave East, to me, when Dave East is on his New York stuff, that I mean, he he is killing the game. Well, I don't like him when he start when he start getting in his down south bag. Mm-hmm. But when he when he on his New York ish, oh my God, yeah, love him. So, so Nikki, what part of New York are you from? I'm actually from Long Island, so I'm like, 
I'm literally right in the middle of that big old island, man. I'm half yeah. I'm halfway from the Hamptons and and halfway from from New York City, so I'm right smack in the middle. So, so if I want to go to the beach one day, Atlanta, go to the what beach. Make that... My bad. What? No, you good? I'm saying if I wanted to go to the Hamptons, one you know half hour I just go east. If I wanted to go to New York City, half hour I just drive west. That's a nice place to be. So um, so what brought you out? Of, so what got you out of New York and brought you down south? Well, basically, I got into. Um, I was still pretty big in academia, so um, I about, actually got into Mercer. Talk about your got, academia because I love your music. I love this whole music conversation, but I am more impressed by your academia. Let's talk about that. Yeah, absolutely, bro. So basically, um, so in New York, I ended up getting my bachelor's and master's in psychology. And then, um, you know, once once you're trying to get up to that doctor level, the competition is crazy. So I was having a tough time getting into schools in the Northeast. So I was like, you know, let me, let me start applying to down south schools. You know what I'm saying? Georgia schools, Florida schools, Clemson, you know, stuff like that. So long story short, I ended up coming down here, uh, got down, got in, got accepted into Mercer's PhD program for mental health. So basically, just trying to—that uh, was the real, the, the main reason. And then all of a sudden, uh, I was down here by myself. All my family and friends were still back up in New York, and uh, I was like, "Listen, I need to do something out here to keep my ass out of trouble." And Keep, keep my head straight and I went right to Guitar Center went and I bought Pro Tools got my got a mic that was about two years ago and then just started messing around then but more as a hobby not really taking it seriously and then once um, once I started to meet guys in Atlanta in the industry and you know they said that you know they, they could see me going far with this if I keep keep getting better and keep practicing and my flow kept growing and then you know that was I heard that about a year ago and now a year later um, you know got a great team behind me and uh, you know I got a you know a legend in the game I got Wendy Day that's now on uh, on my team with me so um, you know I got one of the best you know female you know consultants in the game that is uh now helping me out and gonna help, you know, start getting me some big venues and get get my name out there. Okay. Now, psychology. You keep talking about keeping your head straight. Joe Buttons is a pretty a guy that 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 talks about mental health a lot. Um. You're getting your master's in what draw what drew you to the psychology realm of study? Yeah, bro, that's a good question. So for me, I got <laughs> here's the thing, bro. I'm not gonna be boisterous, but I got a high IQ. So if something is not super deep, my ADD will kick in so quick and I'll be like, This shit's too boring. Next with you. Next topic. Let's go. I'm with you. I'm this with you. It's too easy. This is too easy. Let's go. So, 
psychology was the only thing where I would like be in class be like, oh my, I'll be like, damn, this is crazy. Like, like neurotransmitters and Freud and consciousness and the, and the subconscious and then getting into parenting styles and relationship styles and then, you know, cognitively and the chemicals in the brain. And like, it's just every, it, it just, it affects everything in life. And it's, it's just something that, you know, it affects every single human being in some way or another, your mental health. So um, basically, you know, I really wanted to uh, kind of help give back. And I, my, my main reason was um, my specialization is addiction. So, you know, just trying to like kind of like like button, basically just trying to, you know, tell kids like, listen, bro, like it's. It, it ain't cool to go <laughs> and, and and pop a bunch of these or pop a bunch of pills and go nod yeah. out and, and do all this crazy stuff. You know what I'm saying? Because because let me tell you something right now. When those pills stop coming around and you can't get them anymore, you're gonna turn into a, a big baby. Yeah, literally. They don't tell you turn that. into a big baby, crawled in a ball in a corner, crying for a month. And the, the songs don't tell you that. The rappers don't tell you that. The rappers, no, the rappers they exactly. The they don't tell you that when they when they can't get that lean, they're sitting yeah. in their freaking house for a month, and their pants throwing up, can't sleep, can't can't drink, can't eat nothing. You know what I'm saying? And that's what they don't tell you. You know they glorify this, but then they tell you, oh yeah. Guess what? When you come off of that, have fun because you're going to be dying for six weeks, literally. So, so are you still I'm that guy you... that wants to be the person in the industry. Is like, man, this is cool, man. Like that's that's not cool, bro. Being a junkie and being strung out on op- on dope is not. That's not gangster. That's not. That doesn't give you street cred. To, to that doesn't make you hard. Not at all. Being a drug, being being a dick, being an addict does not make you cool, hard, anything. And that's what you are. You sip and lean, popping pills. You're an addict. You, you're an addict, and so it's not cool. Do you feel that you're still going to be? Are you still going to pursue your doctorate and your music career at the same time, or are you putting your doctorate on hold while you pursue your music career? Yeah, that's another thing we're actually uh, still figuring out. Basically, what we're going to do is, thankfully, I only got like three more classes left. So I'm pretty much done as it is with the doctorate. So it kind of worked out perfectly. Like you got to change your name to Dr. Mickey Barnes or what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we might have to change, <laughs> might have to change the IG name. <laughs> it might be Dr. Barnes. <laughs> exactly, but, um, exactly. You know what I'm saying, and uh, this, I, I, I think it would just be me and Dre would be the only two in the in the in the music game that actually have the have degrees, that <laughs> actually have PhDs, because he actually, literally, you know, he was granted um, a PhD right by uh, Berkeley. About oh, I didn't know three, that. three four. I, yeah, I, yeah, he was granted a PhD in music philosophy by Berkeley about three or four years ago. When him and Jimmy Iovine built their entire music wing, that's dope to know. That's yeah, dope. so he's actually 
the only other guy in the music industry that has a PhD besides me. Hey, I got to ask so, you a question about this. Uh, what did I hear that you were on Blind Date? Oh. Uh, <laughs> were you on Blind Is that true? Yeah, yeah. That was me about, um, yeah, they shot that over a year ago, bro. That was, how, that how was did, right. How did that come about? Was, oh, it was, it was, <laughs> It was it was uh it was a good time, man. It was cool just you know, seeing the production life and you know, being behind the scenes on set with, you know, NBC and Universal and, you know, Bravo and kind of seeing, you know, how that side of the entertainment industry works and, you know, just, you know, how how everything is ran. Uh, you know, the behind the scenes stuff and that, that was what was cool for me. That was more cool for me than being on the show. I was just like I was cool cuz my my other big end game is like I want to start to get I want you guys to see me in movies in a couple of years. So um, you know that's that was my real thing was I was kind of do a lot of studying and I was trying to really figure out you know you know once once this music thing takes off really really want to you know move forward and and uh, get kind of do maybe what. Uh, what Machine Gun Kelly did and uh, kind of move more into the acting career. Yeah, we had a hard break. We couldn't hear what you were saying and everything. Cause the, um, yeah, you're good. There was take, a uh, can you, transition you came through. Okay, can you, can, you hear, can you hear me, Nikki? Yeah, I can hear you now. Okay, so uh, with all you doing, what can't you do? Play basketball. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a football guy. I like to hit people. Okay, okay. <laughs> so, what's up with this next, so what's up with the next-gen boy thing that you got going on, man? What's this? Next-gen, yeah. So basically what we're actually trying to do is um, just start up my own podcast. So we're uh, still working on getting some, some people on there where we can give them a platform to kind of kind of like what Joe does, but a little bit more... Um, uh, a little more in terms of disclosure and, and where people could kind of tell their story with, um, you can hear straight from their mouth. You know, I'm, I really would love to have people who have dealt with, you know, some adversity in their life to come on the podcast and, you know, talk about how the guys gotten through that and, um, you know, what helped them get through that and how they were resilient. Because um, I'm, I'm really trying to do this whole thing, bro, to help people. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, the money is great and everything, and when the money comes, it's going to be awesome. But, you know, the old, like, you know how it is, man. When Scrooge Scrooge is alone on Christmas, bro. Like, so what's the point of having a whole bunch of money if you don't have any friends or you're not making the world a better place? Okay. So, you know what I'm saying? Cool, so I'm just trying to help people have enjoy my life while I'm doing it. And uh, you know, just just make the world a better place. Hey man, hey, I mean, look like you on the right track to doing it. And I mean, especially with your your your, your what you're you're getting your doctorate in and and mental, cause that's one thing that is very important to me is mental health and 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 trying to erase this stigma with men, black men, white men, all color mm-hmm. men this stigma that mental health is for punks and we can't talk about this thing. And the fact that we need to talk about this thing and, um, 
and then to top it off with your, your, with your you say your specialization is in addiction we know that we as men when we can't talk about things we find other ways and a lot of time addiction is those mm-hmm. other ways to try to escape and, you 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 hit it right there bro that's the thing is that we got to get rid of this this stigmatization we got to get rid of this um this false label of knowing more about yourself about your temperament how you react to things that does not make you soft that, that makes you more than anything that makes you smarter and wiser Amen. That doesn't make you soft, right? So, and most of the smart people I know in my life, they're doing pretty well. <laughs> so, you know, I think you brought up a great point. I think men, because, um, you know, straight men, obviously, we, you know, want to have a, that's still that masculinity factor, you know what I'm saying? We, yes. you know, you know, a lot of us want to be in the gym. We want we want to look big and look right, and you know, have have our girls be proud of us. And you know, we don't want to be vulnerable. It's never men in human history have never been supposed to be perceived as vulnerable. We've always been the the people that had to go hunt and bring the food back, where the wives would take care of the kids, right? So now I feel like we're, you know, we're going into a consciousness shift. Um, we're now. You know, people are starting to understand that, you know, guys, you know, struggle just as much emotionally as women. Um, and, and and we're not just talking about, you know, people having a rough day. I'm talking about serious stuff like schizophrenia, bipolar, addiction, you know, the real deal stuff that will really, you know, put somebody away for years, either in prison or in a hospitalization. Yes, sir. You 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 are correct, and um, that's why I think it's very important that we talk about this thing, and that's why I think I felt that it was important that you talk about not only your music, but you doing you doing that because especially in the in the game that you're in in, in this music game, um, it's it's it, at one time that was that was one thing that could not be talked about. Mm-hmm. And, and believe it or not, <laughs> back to Joe Budden again, he was one of the first artists who really delved, dove into that. Him and Scarface are two of the first artists that I ever heard talk about them and dealing with. they actually talked about it in their in their lyrics. Yes, yes, the, yes. The best part. Yes, yes, yes. And you're like, wow. Like, yes. This dude is so introspective, so self-aware. And at the same time, it's like, how is that weak? Because you know how you know how much work a person has to do on themselves for you to be up for you to be able to write like he writes about himself. You got to be pretty number one, pretty damn smart, and number two, pretty well groomed in terms of treatment and going to the right therapist and knowing about yourself and your character defects and what you have to do as a grown at, grown man every day to stay out of the, the dark side, do, do the right thing. And, you know, feeding off of Joe, you got you know one of his partners right there who is kind of the guy that started it all in terms of 
really publicizing recovery, um, especially in, in hip hop, which is, uh, you know, our guy Marshall Mathers. Yeah. And, um, you know, M was the first big guy to do it. And then, you know, he formed Slaughterhouse. And then once he formed that group under Shady Records, you know, he uh, helped get Joe sober, helped get uh, Crooked Eye sober. And, um, you know, and that's kind of what I'm trying to do. I, I guess I'm kind of like, because, you know, those guys are all getting older now. They're in their 40s, and I'm, I'm kind of the young cat that's, you know, I'm not super young, but, you know, I'm the guy that's still in his, you know, I'm in my late 20s. I still could stick around for the 10, 15 years in the music game and really try to help around, help and, and keep that message going that the M&Ms and, and that Joe Buddings have started and the Charlemagne's have started about the mental health awareness. So in, 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 is any of your music going to reflect any of those conversations? Oh it Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. I got some very uh <laughs> Yeah, I got I got uh like I said, bro, like I said, Eminem and Joe were in my top ten of all time. So I got they influenced me as an artist greatly and um you get to hear it in, in a lot of my music. Um you know, I'm more of a pop a pop artist, but I do have some of my songs where you know, it's kind of like, you know, and, you know, the song Monster with Eminem Rihanna, that very like, you know, you talked about the addiction, but it, it had that super emotional vibe at the same time. But yeah, yeah. Type of song that gives you goosebumps. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. So I got about two or three of those where it's like I got beautiful girls on the chorus with beautiful voices that just give that feminine energy. And then on my verses, I, I just lay it off on the line. And, you know, you'll hear some things about me that uh, that a lot of people will find surprising. Okay. 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 Now, do you feel that that, it, that, that those things going to help you reach more of an audience or touch? Or are you just trying to give this to your, 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 your core audience? I mean, here's the thing. I'm... Right now, I'm making more more dance music the last couple of months. But, unfortunately, when you make an EDM, you, you, you can't really talk about problems. It's, EDM is feel-good music, right? Okay. Uh -huh. So, it's yeah. all turn-up, yeah. it's festival, it's bright yeah. colors, it's beautiful girls, it's bikini. Summer music, man. Summer music. Exactly. So basically, you know, I have a couple of these more emotional type songs, like these Russ, these Russ or Eminem type songs, where it's like I go and I go deep about like some stuff that happened in my life, and um, you know, I'm gonna coordinate the way in which these songs are released. I think I'm gonna have more of my upbeat party songs are going to be on more of a of a club type EP and then I'm going to have more of my mental health songs on a different EP because it'll just make more sense that way it's not it's not going to make sense to have two or three songs about recovery and mental health with three club bangers on the same album where I could kind of split them up have this one be 
you know, more of a, a lyrical, self, personal inventory album, and then do an EP where it's all Steve Aoki type ish. Turn up, get the club rocking. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You got to you got to get them in. You got to get them in first. So what they are more accepting of, and then you can give them the real message that they mean. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Like, like you got to get a kid some, some medicine with a little sugar. Mm-hmm. Make it palatable. Mm-hmm. To make it palatable for them. Exactly, bro. Because you know what? You don't want to come off. It's like, who the hell is this depressing guy talking about all this sad shit? Yeah, you nobody wants to hear that at no party. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe Post Malone got along with it. But I think he's the only... I think him and Billie Eilish are the only two artists that... Just talk about depressing shit constantly, but uh, <laughs> and, got, and somehow sell records. But sure, God bless them. Okay, 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 my brother. I thank you. Please tell the world where they can find Nikki Bonds at. All right, ladies and gents, I really appreciate you guys for tuning in. You can find me at IG. Is my main main page, so it's Nikki N I C K Y underscore Bonds. So that's B O N D Z. So once again, IG is Nikki with a Y underscore Bonds with a Z, not an S. And I'm on all platforms, guys. My music is everywhere: Spotify, Apple Music, Google Play, Amazon. YouTube, you name it, you type my name in, I will I will pop up. I promise you that. And tell them the name of your um your latest project. Latest project. I actually have three new singles out right now. One's called Satellites, Home, and Move. And I really hope you guys like them. It's a new sound. We're going with eclectic. We're combining hip hop and electronic music. No one's doing it, and I really hope all you guys enjoy it. And then when this old corona thing is null and void or it dies down, we got to have you in the studio, man. Do a face-to-face. Let the folks see you. Have that. You know, it's good to talk to you on, over the phone. Thank you for coming in. But, oh, yo, no, I appreciate to have you, that sit-down face-to-face. We got to yeah, have no, this old... Trust me, when we when, I, when we do this in person, we can have a real good session, bro. We, yes, sir. We can talk yes, about sir. some cool stuff. Yes, sir. Yes, yes sir. sir. I can't wait. And um, please get them last three courses out of the way. I want I want you to get that doctor in front of your name. I know. I I know. I got I got nine more credits, bro. <laughs> yes, sir. Let's get it. Nine more. Let's but get hey, it. Blessings, boys. Stay safe out there, and let's talk soon, man. We got to get me in there once. Once uh, we get back to some normalcy, yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir. Yes, sir. And and actually, um, <laughs> when it when it gets super normal, I want to be at one of them video shoots, um, with the, with the drop top and uh, with some <laughs> drinks in my hand and uh, looking uh-huh. at some of them beautiful things. Nah, you yeah. nah, hey, hey, Nick, don't 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 let him have you. Don't have him at your shoot. You gotta get uh, them, them, you may get some old. He must have saw the satellite. He must have saw the satellite's music video. That's why he's exactly. Hey, hey, hey man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, hey man. 
<laughs> hey man, I I, I think I, I I rewinded that one about three, four, five times. I was just yes, that, that was some nice. You were like, oh sh. Yeah, you know, there's yeah. a nice lineup of talent in that yeah, video. That's yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you had <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, my man. Nikki Boss, please enjoy your evening. Please tell my man Robert Big Up and tell him thank you for um introducing you to us. Absolutely, and, brother. And, um, yeah, you have a great one. Absolutely, boys. I appreciate it. Thanks for the love. All right, my man. I appreciate right, you, my man. Guys. Yes, sir. Will saying. What's up, bro? Hey man, about that time, man. Hey, but I definitely want to thank Robert Bush. Robert Bush, thank you, my man. Appreciate it. Good looking out, Rob. Superb grooming. Thank you, my brother. Keep sending them. Mm-hmm. Eventually, going to get all y'all up in here and get this thing mm-hmm. done the way it's supposed to be done. But, mate, hey, we had some good conversation this evening, man. Hey, man, always, bro. Always yes, pleasure talking to you, man. Oh, man, it's always and talking a to the and talking to the and, 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 and talking to the guests that have been coming in. Yo, thank all the guests who have been making these shows possible. Yes, sir. For the past. Almost what three years now? Yes, three, sir. Four? Well, next yeah, week. Next week. Yeah. Next week. Yeah, that's what I'm alluding to, brother. That's what I'm alluding yes, to. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir, my brother. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. And, and please come back next week because, like I say, um, yeah. Anniversary show. Anniversary show next week. Hopefully, we have some good things. If not, we're going to talk this ish. Yes, sir. But it's about that time to sweep the flows, clean the clippers, and I promise you, I'm leaving the bathroom to Will Sane. I'll be in next week to clean them, brother. Because I'm tired of cleaning <laughs> these damn bathrooms myself. But y'all, I'll see them next, I got them next week, bro. The shop is now closed. Get out. Talking random.